welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I've been talking a little bit of late about healing and intuition and some various things that some people would consider woo and on the woo side. And today I want to go really, (laughs) I want to go really over there. So the question is, can your intuition help you in business? And I'm going to say yes. Yes, it can. So much of the time that I spent in corporate work as well as government work was focused on tasks, tasks and strategies. You needed to do this task to get this outcome, this result. Every now and then we would have trainings on different ways to do business, so to speak, or how to lead your team. And those were always not only helpful, but I just really enjoyed them. I enjoyed them a lot. I enjoyed opening up my mind to different possibilities. So when we talk about intuition, that's when you just have a feeling or an inkling about something. And we tend to brush it off and not pay attention. We're moving so fast. There's so much coming at us. I just heard this in just recently that since 2012, when people became really engaged with social media, the level of anxiety and depression has skyrocketed. We're comparing ourselves to other people, to other lives, to other lifestyles, and we're not taking time out for ourselves. In order to hear your intuition, to hear God, which is what I call it. You can call universe, you can call it, you know, whatever you want, higher self, higher being. In order to hear, you have to be quiet and you have to be still. And that intuition is a thought you're having, a knowing, if you will, that kind of came out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere. I've shared the example before. I was driving to work and in front of me, two cars were at a dead stop. So I stopped. Somebody was turning left. But I looked in my rearview mirror and there was a a work van coming at me. It's a 40, 45 mile an hour area. And he's coming at me full speed and looking to his right. He doesn't even see that traffic is stopped in front of him. And I can remember sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do. How am I going to get his attention? 
in Oklahoma, people don't honk a lot. There are some places where people just honk for the fun of honking and yelling and, you know, blood pressure up. But in Oklahoma, people don't really honk that much. And I had this knowing that I just needed to lay on my horn. So both hands on the horn and a quick little prayer to above that I would be saved. I'm looking in my rearview mirror as this van is just hurtling down on me. A lot of traffic at 7.45 in the morning. Traffic in the right lane opens up and at the last second he saw me and changed lanes. That was my intuition on knowing what to do. I don't think in any driver's ed class they ever said, oh, if a car is coming at you and you're sitting perfectly still, hit your horn. How the guy even heard the horn, saw it, I know the horn had a, you know, impact on that. But that was my intuition. Like, I knew what to do. I knew what to do. I was called in one time to be told I had not been selected for a job transfer I wanted really, really badly. And I didn't know that's why I was being called in, but I, I went in and our HR person at the time said, I'm so sorry to tell you, but you didn't actually qualify for that job. You should not have been interviewed, but two rosters for two different jobs ended up being attached together and you qualified for one job but not that job and I was crushed and I just sat there quietly it was you know dead quiet she didn't know what to say she felt horrible I felt horrible the man who interviewed me felt horrible because he was ready to hire me and give me the job but he couldn't because I hadn't qualified and I just said You'll just never know how disappointed I am. And I got up and walked out. And being at the time, I don't know how old I was, 26, 27, that was like a huge thing for me not to have gotten angry or hurt or lashed out. It wasn't her fault. But in my gut, I knew that was the only thing to say. There was nothing more to say. There was a lot I could have said, but it would have been to no avail, to no benefit. So when we get in, when we're in a working situation and things come up, we often are falling back on the policies, the procedures, the standard operating procedures, the handbooks, the guidance that we have. But sometimes you have a knowing that's a little bit different. And you know there's another way to do it, another way to approach it. And the question is, do you act on that? Do you act on that? So in the movie, I have a cat running around my ankles and he keeps tickling my legs here. You're making it hard to concentrate, dude. In one of the movies, I can't remember, I think Matt Damon's in it, I don't know. And it's about Henry Ford. And Ferrari, uh, Christian Bale maybe is in it. But there is a scene where Henry Ford is saying, I want a six cylinder engine built. And all of his designers and engineers are saying it can't be done. 
it can't be done. And he said, it can be done, do it. In the end, they did it. We now have six cylinder um, motors, cars run on six cylinders all the time. But he was committed that that could and would happen. It was one of those unseen things. It was something unproven, but he knew it could happen. He knew that they could build it. How did he know? How did he know? He had a gut instinct. Where does that gut instinct come from? It comes from above whatever you believe above is, right? Your higher self, your brain, right? He knew that it could happen. And yeah, I believe, like they don't have any studies on this, but I believe it was his intuition telling him this can happen. You can do this. He could see more than some of the most brilliant engineers and design people had ever considered. I still don't understand how Benjamin Franklin flew a kite with a key outside in a thunderstorm and got hit by lightning and, and you know, discovered electricity. I still don't understand how that happened and it's okay. But he knew it could happen. He did it too. He did it too. He was like, man, I'm going to discover electricity. He may not have called electricity, but he knew there was more. So when you know there's more, when you know there's more, when you feel there's more, when you feel there's another way of handling it, you're told to fire somebody and you're thinking, gosh, I just think they need some more training. Or you're working with someone and they're just not getting it and you have an idea of how to present the solution a little bit differently so they get it. That's your intuition. That's what you need to step into. That's what you need to listen to. So the first step in listening to your gut is spending some time being quiet and still. Imagine, if you will, you're presented with a problem, an obstacle, a hurdle. And you have to come up with a solution. What if you sat still for a short period of time, let's say three minutes, and cleared your mind and asked yourself the question, if I were going to solve this as quickly and easily as possible, what would I do? How would I do it? And then sit there quietly breathing. I got some great advice from a counselor one time. And she said, when you're in a very stressful situation, the first thing you do is hold your breath. Why? I don't know. It's just what we do. Like we're going, and we hold our breath. When you hold your breath, you cannot have a thought because the oxygen to your brain has been cut off. And then in my case, I typically say something stupid or inappropriate or whatever should not be said. So breathe. And I, you might have heard somebody say, you know, breathe into it. Well, the process of breathing is what opens up your mind. It opens up your mind. It opens up your brain. It gets everything firing. 
So I urge you the next time you're faced with a question, a dilemma, a challenge, just take three minutes, set the timer on your phone for three minutes and just breathe and think, what if I already had the solution? What would it be? What would it look like? Imagine it already being done. Imagine it already being done. Your in your intuition is a gift from above. It's a gift from God. We all have it. We just need to slow down and pay attention. Just like Henry Ford knew they could build a six-cylinder engine. What could you do if you spent a little time focusing on that little voice, that little inkling that you have going on? I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.